Communication Renovation, a podcast for couples ready to have open and honest communication that connects you without butting heads or shutting down. I'm your host, Julia Woods, and I'm excited for you to join me for today's conversation. Okay, Brandon and Chrissy, thank you so much for being here. And I'm excited to hear about the growth you guys have created in your marriage and the transformation you've chosen in your marriage. So I'd love you to start with just talking to us, like what was the communication like before you started Marriage Thrive? Um, Obviously you guys have been married. Okay, remind me, you've been married how many years? Almost 11. Almost 12. (laughs) is the communication in the marriage? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost 12. Okay, so 12 years, two kiddos, mm-hmm. two kiddos, and you've worked overseas and in America, so you've, you've been through a lot of transition, so it's not like you, you know, couldn't communicate before, but I just want you to describe, like, what really was communication like before Marriage Thrive? How did you work through conflict? How did you make decisions together? How did you deepen your connection? What did deepening your connection look like in your communication pre-marriage thrive? Yeah, so I mean, we're excited to be on the podcast with you, Julia. Thanks for that opportunity. And yeah, communication before marriage thrive was uh, challenging, I'd say. Like when it, especially for us, when it came to really big life decisions, uh, we just struggled like we it seemed like we would talk about it and it would come up and we would never get anywhere we would never actually get to a decision or really even actually talk about what we wanted to talk about it was like we would just be spinning around in uh, these other conversations and so it was honestly kind of infuriating and (laughs) so we'd have like these same conversations over and over about really big life decisions. Um, Otherwise, like in general, you know, we could, in everyday conversation, it was, it could certainly be more casual and wasn't that intense, but just for us in particular, like decision-making conversations were really challenging. Yeah. And I'd say, I mean, it was, there's one of the conversations I remember having over and over again something that was a raw spot for me was um, I'd get so hung up on a word. You know, if she said, you never, you always, or just difference in language. And I would make the conversation about her word choice just because I couldn't get it out of my head. So when she's saying um, we never would end up having the conversation about what we actually wanted to talk about, because the way we were approaching one another was very, Um, it was, it was like a debate. It was Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to win this debate. I'm going to win this argument. And, uh, we both come from studying philosophy. So even just ideas and intellectual conversations are very fun to have. Um, and just an amazing part of life, just enjoying ideas and talking about them. But when applied to, to conflict resolution (laughs) and to, uh, making decisions about, no, I'm right. And I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. And, um, you know, it, it got to the point where, um, I understand it now, but 
my my main priority, I, I wasn't aware of it, but my main priority in those conversations is I'm going to be right. And I'm going to do what it takes to be right. And it wasn't coming together in love. It wasn't even making the decision. It was, I'm going to be right at all costs. Um, totally unaware at the time that that was my priority, but, um, you know, poking holes in each other's arguments, um, not not really seeing the heart of what is causing you to think this way that like where where are you in your heart and your mind that you think this is the best choice for our family and we had some you know big life decisions having another kid we were you know living overseas so do we move to back to the united states um and what would happen is we would fall on opposite ends of those huge life decisions um and then just kind of draw the line in the sand of I'm going to present to you my argument of why I'm right and why you're wrong, <laughs> but it wasn't that formal. It was much more, uh, much more. There are a lot more emotions involved than just like those lines in the sand. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's complicated. Yeah. And just often walking, walking away with the thought and the feeling of um, like how are we ever going to agree on anything or we don't have the same vision or um, the big things in life that matter, we don't agree on. And um, that was corrosive. Like it was very, um, again, we were cordial. We were even happy. We would have have fun in the normal everyday things, but it began, I think for me, it began to, to create a fog of tension of just kind of walking around on pins and needles like is she can ask about having another kid again is she going to bring up moving back to this you know the states or not and um yeah just that that feeling that um we don't see eye to eye on the stuff that really matters and i think that was um that's that, hard yeah, right. <laughs> it's hard yeah, yeah. yes so word. It, that's really powerful. I resonate very much with that in my own experience of what it was like um, and can be still sometimes, you know, we still are human and we can choose to be, I just want to be right tonight, doggone it. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So Chrissy, I'd love to hear your description of like, you know, being married almost 12 years. You guys started Marriage Thrive in the fall of last year. Mm -hmm. um, so almost 11 year, you know, you were close to, to 12 years by that time. Like what was happening in the relationship? 11 years of this wanting to be right and dancing around decisions and, you know, debate type conflict conversations. What was happening for you in the relationship? Yeah, so... Interestingly enough, before I started Marriage Thrive, Brandon, um, maybe nine months before, had kind of started getting into the coaching realm. And so, and he actually is a coach now. And so he had been growing in all of this understanding of, of connection and understanding himself. And there was like a lot of growth that I was seeing, even in the way he would kind of talk to me uh, and we would, you know, it just seemed like things were really different. And it, it honestly just made me think, well, 
he's having, he's growing so much. I've really got to get my act together. Like I gotta, <laughs> I gotta do some growing because I'm falling behind. <laughs> and so, uh, I was really excited to start marriage thrive and to do that together so that we kind of, we really could grow together, but entering into it, my great longing, I think was kind of what Brandon brought up. Like we, it just felt like we didn't have a unified vision in life because we fell so oppositely on big life decisions. And so I just felt this, this kind of void and disconnection of, well, where are we going together? Even if we disagree, like, what does that look like to go together somewhere forward in the future? And so, yeah, kind of going into Marriage Thrive for me, I, that was my great kind of longing of what I wanted that to look like and and what I felt like was really lacking still and so yeah I think that's how I describe kind of where I was in our relationship just still really feeling that void realizing and recognizing I needed to do some growing but I didn't really know exactly what that looked like or how to get there or what to do um, so yeah when you think back to that season so summer of last year and prior, what are the first emotions that come up that you would say best describe how you felt in your marriage at that time? Mm, great question. I think probably discouraged would be one word, but maybe just a little bit, it sounds dramatic, uh, but kind of like, I want to use the word hopeless, not in like an entirety of our marriage, but just in like, will we ever be able to be on the same page on these really important things? Like we even knowing into the fall, like all this COVID and school was constantly changing for our kids. So we had another big life decision. Like, what do we do for our children? What's the best path? And so it's like, okay, here's another huge thing that. I know we're not really good at this. So I was just feeling kind of hopeless. Like I know how this has gone in the past and I don't really have a lot of hope for how this is going to go moving forward. So yeah. What, what, I love that. What emotions would you say, Brandon, best describe how you were feeling at that season? Um, Tired comes to mind. Um, and I, I love that you said this before, and I feel the need just to, to bring it up. I mean, so we, we were in Morocco prior to moving back to the States. And leaving Morocco was the hardest. I think it was literally the hardest decision we've ever made. We were there for eight years, and our girls were born there. and Just amazing friends, amazing experience. Um, and I think... <clears throat> Like one of the like glimmers of hope that came through that was the decision to leave, which again was was the hardest uh, decision I think we've we've ever made. But I don't think it had to be as hard as it was. And to actually get to the point of making that decision, you know, without the context of anything that we've learned through Marriage Thrive, was utterly exhausting. Mm -hmm. um, and I honestly think it was just by the grace of God. I think it was the literally the grace of God that 
maybe I had an epiphany one day, um, just of like, okay, I, th I think this is it. I think this is, this is where God is stirring, but it was exhausting getting to that point. And I think the summer of leaving, we were connected, we were together. It was like, we've made this huge decision. And then I, I think I started to cocoon off and had a lot of stories about the decision and about the ramifications and who I was as a result of that. And then kind of faded back into a lot of the habits previous. So when I, when I say, um, yeah, I think tiredness, again, there's just this pervasive, like these decisions, these conversations, they're, they're exhausting. And it, it, it felt like if I look back at our life, the decisions we did make or the conflicts that we did resolve, um, they seem miraculous to me now because it's like, it was, it feels, it was like the, the grace of God stepped in and gave us strength that we didn't even ask for, um, or, or seek him for really, just because we were so ignorant of how we were entering into the conversation that, um, that those decisions seemed bigger than us. Um, but it was almost like the cost of how of way, the way we were showing up in the decisions was just sheer and utter exhaustion. Um, marathons, they felt like these conversations. <laughs> yeah. you know, we're doing it over and over. These rat, these rat wheels, just um, yeah. So that I guess Very that's right. Okay, so you entered into marriage thrive, and the two of you, you just you were consistent with it and you, you worked through it and it was a lot, uh, you know, you guys went pretty quickly through it. Um, and so tell me what, what was the transformations? What were the shifts you began to experience? Like, how did it shift the way you, we'll just start with conflict. Like when you were in disagreement about something or you got triggered or offended by one another, like how did that shift as a result of the tools that you were gaining in Marriage Thrive? I think for me, one of the easiest ways I would dis describe it um, is that you're playing the same game now, that there's like revealed rules. There's like a, um, I, we're, we're both aware, like we both have watched hours of these videos that are so profound and so life-giving that we recognize the other person has that knowledge. So there's immense accountability into, no, this is how we dance to this now. This is, we're raising the bar with, with accountability for ourselves. But to, to know that the other person has learned that language and has, um, been through the experience of learning with you side by side watching these videos it's this um uh, this just this profound sense of oh we're on the same page now like we we the the groundwork has been laid uh through the concepts that we're learning and through the ideology of of this is how we're going to navigate this and to be able to um there's like an underlying trust there, I think, of, of, um, of knowing that the other person has the knowledge of that, 
of um, of how to to feed the hero, how to like how to go for the vision. You've talked about your, you know, we've talked about our vision and who we want to be and how we want to show up with one another. So um, before it was like implied or it was like, this is what should happen with no steps. Uh, again, I go back to the conversations and sorry, sorry to go back, but like, if you asked me when we used to spin out, like, what do you want to do in this conversation? I would have said, I want to love my wife and make a good choice. When in reality, my priority was like, no, I want to be right. And I didn't know that was there. I wasn't even aware of it. But to, to, to walk through the revelation of, oh my goodness, there's so much under the surface and so much hidden intentions that are happening. And now we're both aware of it. And we both agree that that's true. So it's just, it creates such a safer place mm -hmm. to even admit that. Because we're both like, yeah, that's human. Like, I'm, I'm going to want to still be right. And if I, if I admit that to you, um, you, you could, but you could use it against me. But, but odds, odds are, like, because we're, we're committed to a vision and a goal, like, you're not. And I feel safe now to be like, oh, my goodness, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to be right now. I'm trying to be right in this moment. And uh, I want to account for that, and I'm going to I'm going to apologize for it, and I'm going to get focused back on on what I'm doing. So to have that that camaraderie of like now we're actually teammates because we we understand it together. <laughs> like we understand um, we understand the steps we want to take now to to realize our vision and our deepest longings with each other. That I think. I mean, yeah, to summarize it again quickly, it literally just feels like, oh, we're, we're on the same page now. We like, we're playing the same game. There's no under the table stuff um, happening. And when it does happen, it's like a safe place to like bring that up to the table and say, okay, now let's actually have this conversation and talk about it. Yeah, it's a really powerful distinction because if you think about it, two people are raised watching their parents work through conflict, make decisions together, deepen their love together. But there's really no place where you actually come together in a unified place where you both learn the same thing and decide this is what I want to apply to my marriage. Mm -hmm. And that, that's a really powerful distinction that I hadn't quite tracked the way you tracked it. So thank you for that, Brandon. Um, so Chrissy, how would you say Marriage Thrive has changed how you make decisions together? Yeah, I think it's been so significant for so many reasons, of course, you know, what Brandon's saying, just that unified, safe place, creating the trust and the language. Uh, I think for me, something that was really significant was understanding that there's way more going on for me than I realize. And if I can get really honest and create a, a space and a time where I can maybe explore what's really going on, then when we have the conversation, we can actually have the conversation rather than being about some of this, just the more surface things that I thought is what mattered, or maybe I thought is what I was wanting to talk about. Um, so just like kind of realizing really in order to connect with Brandon and to move forward and create a vision together, 
I actually had to connect with myself more. Like I needed to really get to know myself and in like the good ways, but also in the really hard ways, like, oh, that's like not the best part of me that's showing up. <laughs> and I didn't even know that was happening. Like I didn't know I was judging him. Like I thought that I was being gracious, but that is not what it was. <laughs> and so just getting really honest. And I think the kind of the curriculum that Marriage Thrive brings you through really gives such practical steps of how to discover those things. Like I just never, I didn't even know how to know myself in those ways or discover uh, what was really going on. Um, so I think that has been really significant for us because now that I can, not all perfectly or always, but I can get more honest and then really that honesty, that authentic honesty I can offer him and he can respond to it because before if it's, if it's inauthentic or I just don't know what is going on for me, he actually can't connect to it because it's not truly me. And so realizing like I have a job to do in creating that opportunity for him to connect and respond in a way that I actually want. So yeah, I think that was, that would be something significant. I love it. And you, one of the elements of Marriage Thrive is the community that comes along with it. So you guys are on the weekly group coaching calls and you um, are really faithful to show up to those and you're in the Facebook community. And I love getting to walk through life with you guys. You guys are still in the midst of making big decisions, still in the midst of growing your marriage because your vision keeps elevating because once you reach the vision you initially had when you came in, when you felt so exhausted and, uh, you know, hopeless. Now, all of a sudden you realize so much more is possible. Now the vision can be even bigger, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you two just are in the midst of working through a, a beautiful, big decision again, and we're getting to work through that some live on the coach on the calls. So um, just speak to a little bit about what it feels like as you guys walk through this decision and you're not at the point of a decision yet. It's still in the messy, right? And still in the discovery of, of what, how you guys are going to move forward and what the timing of it is and everything else. So talk to me about how um, the joint part, like how much do you feel joint in making this decision versus like where you used to feel where you drew the line in the sand and it was your way and your way and who was going to win in the end? Like, Talk a little bit about that difference. Yeah, I would say um, it's a, it's a, this may not perfectly hit it, but it's a different kind of exhaustion. And it's such a beautiful new kind of like, this is hard. And these are muscles that I haven't used and they've kind of like atrophied. Um, but I feel like it's, it's almost the same equivalent to if I'm inactive and eating unhealthy for an entire year, that type of exhaustion is like the pre-marriage thrive. But I'm now I'm eating healthy and I'm working out and I'm running and there's a new type of exhaustion, but it's like such a beautiful new <laughs> type of like tiredness of um, that it's purposeful. It's purposeful suffering. It's like, this is hard. 
and this is me looking at Chrissy was just nailing it on the head. It's like, I'm looking at parts of me that I didn't even know was there. I'm uncovering rocks and going, Whoa, that's ugly. And I don't want it to be there. And I'm going to stand with it. And I'm going to say like, what are you telling me here? You know, this acceptance of even the dark parts of us, but, um, I, it's for me, it's like the gift of conversations that prior to us relating to one another um, in the way we are now uh, due to Marriage Thrive or our commitments through Marriage Thrive, the, the gift of those conversations that it's, it's almost like it's the same, it's, it's almost the same conversation or they're just, you know, kind of similar, but prior we would use it as we would weaponize it and we would use it to confirm the most awful things about one another or even about our marriage. But now it's like the same thing that used to turn into um, a weapon against one another. It's just to recognize that's a gift and we're, we can actually use it for connection. Um, we just had a conversation last night um, and Chrissy, the, the invitations that were extended by Chrissy to me um, felt like I felt so seen. I felt so heard. I felt so um, loved where I'm, I'm, and I'm invited to express the very feelings and emotions that I feel like used to de derail me. Like they used to grab the steering wheel, whether it's my shame or whether it's my anxiety or stress or insecurity about a situation that it was below the surface and all of a sudden it popped up and grabbed the steering wheel and we careened off a cliff or I allowed it to. Now it's like, it's this place of, of, of invitation to connect with those things. So it's, um, wow, that's just a profound gift of, of recognizing that the circumstances, the, the conversations, even the disagreements, even like the, whoa, you think really differently than I think. And to recognize how much of a gift that is to actually be loved by another person and to love someone else. Um, so yeah, that joint, that like connection of, it's, it's almost like the things that I was trying to hide from her or hide from myself prior to Marriage Thrive in those big decisions that I didn't want to look at, I didn't want her to see. Now there's a context to actually, not for me just to look at them, but to like hold them with her and say, um, can you support me in this? Or can you, know, can you give me even feedback on this? Or can you love me amongst this thing that I was so terrified to look at before. Um, but now I'm willing to, too. And like, are you willing to look at it with me? So that, I mean, that's the desire of the human heart is to be seen and heard and loved. Um, so to be able to do that while making decisions that seemingly have to get made, while life has to happen, um, you know, while we're talking about schools or business or moving or houses and all the stuff that, we trick ourselves into thinking is just surface stuff to recognize that the deep opportunity for connection that is available in every one of those conversations and every one of those conflicts 
to actually have the antenna up to recognize like, whoa, this is an opportunity to, to love my wife and to be loved by her, to actually see her for the immense complexities and beauty that she is and the like infinite, infinite complexities that make up her, that this mundane conversation could have that gold nugget in it. And it probably does. And most of the time I recognize it probably has a gold nugget when I get frustrated. when I get that like raw spot that I used to point to as evidence that, oh, we're never gonna be connected. Mm -hmm. that, that emotion, that welling up emotion used to be confirmation that, oh, we're just not seeing eye to eye. And to recognize it's in fact the exact opposite, that it's actually, that's a gift yeah. to, to be loved by her and to love her. Yeah, it's like a metal detector on the beach, right? When you go over a, a treasure, it starts buzzing, it starts, you know, vibrating, right? So we often think those tensions, when we come in the tensions in a conversation, that it's a bad thing. But it's actually just the, uh, you know, the gold uh, detector going off, that if you'll stay in this spot, there's, there's a treasure here waiting for you, so. Yeah, I, I would it. say it's almost like the, uh, the metal detector shocks you though. It's not just a beat, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> 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 Uh, anything you'd add to that, Chrissy? Uh, I think he summed it up really well. Like just the way that we're able to have conversations like we've never had them before and just offer to like know each other and to offer empathy and try to kind of get off of our, like for me, it'd be getting off of my judgments or assumptions and and just allowing a space to be there and and to know him in a way and and it's just really beautiful because he he can offer the same to me and it isn't necessarily that like that sounds beautiful and it it, it is but it is hard to get there because it takes like really intentional work it's like he was saying it's still challenging, like we're still having to work out, but it's, it's so rewarding. And when you can have those connecting conversations, like, wow, I've known you most of my life <laughs> and I'm hearing things that I've never heard before. And we're talking about things that we've, li we've literally never talked about before, which sounds, it just seems, it's almost <laughs> strange. Like it's surprising. Like how, <laughs> wait, there's things we've never talked about before? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's yeah, really cool. Keeps going. Um, a random question for you guys. So I think one of the common things that I hear, and I understand because Jeff and I dealt with this for a long time in our marriage. Um, but one of the common beliefs I hear people say is, but you know, our marriage is messy and you know, I don't want to be in a group of people and talking about it. And like, that's just supposed to be stuff behind closed doors. You know, like what, what would you, did you guys experience that within yourself? And what, what would you say to that? That was my first response when thinking about Marriage Thrive. But once we started, uh, it is such a gift to be in the group coaching calls because I am amazed not only how 
much how similar like other marriages the struggles that other marriages have and i'm just it's awesome and just to be like okay we are not alone and we're not crazy but also how much i learn like as julia as you coach another couple through whatever maybe a conversation then i'm realizing like all of these things in my own life or in my own self that I can start to apply. And we haven't even necessarily, it hasn't necessarily been about Brandon and I, but I can learn, like sometimes I get off the coaching, the group coaching call, and I am just amazed how much I learned, even if we, it was not about us and like how much I can apply. So I, I love having the community there to not only just say like, you're not alone, you're not crazy, but also there's so much richness in learning from other people's experiences. Beautiful. Anything you would add, Brandon? Oh, ah, yeah. I just, yeah, it's amazing. It's so, so, um, it's just this, it's a gift to, I think it's, it's it goes back to what I was saying before about, being seen and heard. And I think that when you can resonate with someone else's struggle, it's this identifying of like, whoa, they, they understand. Cause I understand, like, I understand what they're, you know, going through and, and what they're, what they're working through. Um, but I also think that, that um, spotlight effect or that I'm on the stage and after this call people are going to think about me for you know hours and all my problems it's just a flat-out lie that like that we 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 often think that the darkest parts of ourselves are you know the world's going to use to to judge us with and I think just the the immense shift to recognize that your suffering's a gift. And just like when someone else on the call is sharing their pain and I resonate with it, um, I, I've you know, never had a judgment against anybody on our call because it's recognizing what they're going through and that I resonate so much with it. So it's, um, it's, it's hard to convey that to someone who has an experience and I think is still willing to think, no, but what are they going to think about me? And they're going to have this view of me. Um, and I guess I would just ask, you know, to consider the other possibility, which is actually your suffering held differently is such an immense gift to the world. Um, yeah. You know, it's the, yeah, it's yeah, the same exact pain that, that many people are feeling. Exactly. So. I think one of the biggest lies that keeps marriages stuck is that, you know, we're the only ones dealing with these problems. And as you guys mentioned, what you find in the community is, oh my gosh, we're all very similar and we're walking through very similar things. And oh my gosh, I can learn so much by how they walk through it. And yeah, I, it's, it's a beautiful to watch you guys as a community, just keep connecting deeper and, and choosing your marriages. And so, um, all right, last question. What would you say is the most powerful change that's occurred in your marriage since joining Marriage Thrive? What's the most valuable thing to, the two, to each of you 
um, that you're just, it's the best part for you? I'd say for, for me, this may sound simplistic, but I noticed it two weeks in and it's laughter. Because I think what laughter signifies, that that was the, the symptom or the effect of something, of the change that was happening. It was like, whoa, we forgot how to laugh together. Or why don't we laugh together more, you know, before? And then all of a sudden it's like, we're, we're, we're free to laugh again. And it's not that we didn't laugh prior, but just that, that joy um, of what, what that represents and what that means. So obviously that, that laughter, the deep wells that, that, that feed laughter, um, truly special. So that was something, again, just two weeks into Marriage Thrive, we, we recognized and we were like, we are laughing more together and this is amazing and we want to lean more into this and whatever is causing this, um, we want more of it. So. Love it. What for you, Chrissy? Uh, so I think I would, I kind of have two. So the first is like, I, I feel like I am getting what I've always longed for. And it's like, I've known Brandon and I just, I knew when I met him, how significant and incredible and beautiful and gifted and just like amazing he was. And I feel like I'm, it's like I'm getting to know the piece that I've always known kind of, I'm like really getting to know it, um, that part of him. And that is, it's just the greatest gift. It's like, yeah, it's just such a treasure to be in those beautiful deep places together. Um, and then the other thing I would say that came to mind of like just the greatest gift is that I think just our family, like watching our children, the dynamics of our family are changing pretty dramatically, I would say, like how we relate to each other. Um, and even like, even the laughter between us has changed, but also with our kids, like just our laughter together and how just that, that intimacy, it's, I don't know, like, it's just been amazing to see, like, it's trickling over into our whole family. Just the changes that are happening in our marriage is, yeah, it's, it's spilling over. So it's been really, that is, that is beautiful to me and I, an unexpected gift out of it. So beautiful. Wow. Well, you guys, it's, you know, it's, we live in a world where it's easier to give up on a marriage when you feel exhausted and when you feel um, hopeless. And yet the two of you chose to press in and give yourself more to the marriage. So obviously, you know, I'm passionate about couples that are willing to do that. And so I am just so grateful for the work that the two of you are doing and the impact it will have on your family and the people, your friends and your um, children, grandchildren to come that you haven't even gotten to meet yet. So thank you for your courageous work and your courageous love for each other. It's not easy. And 
I just appreciate the light that you two are, that it is possible and that it's worth all the work and the effort. So thank you so much. And I just appreciate all you've shared and excited to continue to walk with you guys. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Julia. We, we just love it. And we are so grateful for you. Absolutely. It's such a joy and an honor and privilege to be loved and to get love from you. And it's just so, there's so much love. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a couple who wants a proven system to renovate your communication so you can start working through conflict and making united decisions that will help you stop wasting time tiptoeing around difficult topics, head over to Instagram and find me at beautiful underscore outcome. In my bio, you can access my free training so you can start connecting with your spouse right away.